0: welcome to dig it this is edge i have my co-hosts the speaker and Corey from Corey stiggs and we have a special guest today john paul rice joining us how are you guys
1: doing doing,
2: doing good <laughs> great great to be here with all of you in the flesh
1: in the flesh john sit next to me so i can elbow him when i want to
3: yeah. Interject. Turn it off, man. Turn it <laughs> off. He's he's becoming common now on our podcast, isn't he?
0: <laughs> I think we need to actually add him to the Digit logo there.
2: <laughs> yeah, why not? No, no, Corey, Corey special invitation is fine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so today we have a lot to talk about. We're going to go through um, Corey's latest publication and some things that Corey's been up to lately. Talk to John, see what you're up to. And also, we kind of have a theme t- today. And it's really more of a f- philosophical one, although we can bring up some examples of it. But we really just want to kind of dig into how we're seeing an equal and opposite reaction to every action meaning for example the more oppression we see the more we're seeing people rise up and there's a lot of different examples of this but I thought maybe we could just kind of spend the bulk of the podcast digging into that and then I think towards the end you guys wanted to chat a little bit about some stuff going on with the hospitals
1: yep 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 sounds good all right. yeah so so we uh you and i rolled out this uh article here something i've been wanting to put together for a while i've been gradually grabbing links over time and i said edge you gotta help me with this because i'm swamped <laughs> mm-hmm. so we got the covid resources up finally which has medical and legal assistance forms job boards and information and you did a great job of organizing that on their edge so Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, yeah, so we've been getting this out to everyone. Um, it, it's it's going viral, which is freaking awesome, because these are very handy tools that need to be in everyone's hands right now. You know, how to get medical assistance, treatment, medication, uh, legal assistance. Um, gosh, we got all kinds of good stuff in here. Uh, job boards, a lot of people looking for different jobs now that are you know, don't require the vaccine or in some cases don't require the masks either. So there's a lot of good resources on here for people.
0: Yeah, definitely. I really love this. Yeah. The
1: forms and letters. Yeah. We got a lot for under the forms and letters as well. So convenient. I I, I just want to address one thing because I get comments in my site or I'll get emails from people saying, but these forms don't really work anymore for employees and students because um, because the FDA approved the Pfizer, which is not really the case. They are still doing this under the EUA. They are still using that particular medication. And I don't know that they even have the, how do you say it, Edge? I always butcher it, Cal, the come, commentary. Comernity. Yes. The other one. I don't know that they even have that distributed yet. And that's the one that was approved. So they're still using the EUA. Technically they both fall under that. And, um, I know the Arizona attorney general wrote up a whole thing. I haven't had a chance to read through it all. And there was something also by, even by Perkins Coy. So I'm, I'm going to get those read through and get those links on there. So people understand that what's happening right now is very illegal and people still need to fight this and so i'm not updating the forms yet because we still are technically under the EUA that's right yeah yep
0: because it, try try to get the fda approved community right now it's not
1: mm-hmm.
0: possible it's not on the market yet so technically still under EUA and uh, yeah i just love how everything is really all in one place so you just have to you know, save this on your favorites and you could go to it and refer to it whenever you need it.
1: Right. And you're
2: you're going to be updating it as new information comes in.
1: Right. Exactly. Like I just added the one that you found edge. There was another uh, job board, excuse me. So I just added that this morning. So if I see some, you know, I want, I don't want it to be this mammoth long thing packed with information. I want like, Mostly the hard tools in here that people can take and use. So if I find, you know, another great resource that has additional doctors or attorneys um, or another great job board pops up, like that type of stuff, I'm going to continue to add in here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and because it is constantly evolving, these new things are, you know, popping up all all the time um, as as we're kind of growing and building out this network of people in the legal business that can help us and in uh, medicine that can help us and uh, new job boards coming up all the time. So I, I can imagine that this will expand a bit as we go forward
1: yeah and people can find this under my solutions tab on my site it'll always be under there i also created a little mini banner on the sidebar of the main pages so that if they're looking for it quickly you know but people should just bookmark it really that would be the easiest so um yeah and then i also tonight uh there's a podcast coming out on the solari report with uh myself and Catherine where we go over my four-part reports um so anyone who's subscribed to the solari report will be able to listen to that um if you're a patron of mine i'm gonna get the mp4 and you guys will be able to listen to it and then um i also just a couple days ago was on with tina griffin the counterculture mom and that's over on uh right side broadcasting network right now so if anyone wants to check that out we also talked about You know, the great reset, digital identity, and all that good stuff.
2: Been busy, busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. John, what have you been up to?
2: Oh, you know me. I'm just a filmmaker, (laughs) a renegade filmmaker. (laughs) Uh, No, I've been doing some podcasts Um, Ricky Vargas, uh, Truthzilla, um, some really, some really great human beings, and uh, also the Grand Dunlap Show. But I'm also working on post-production for Game Day, which is going to be out in November. And that aside, I'm just trying to work on myself, Um, trying to share and reinforce to people about this medical tyranny that's going on. Not so much that they can feel helpless, but be empowered with the information and to make really sound and smart choices. Like Corey and I talked about this earlier is that I've been sending out that link to the solutions to mm-hmm. everybody and the reception has been overwhelming. Dr. Carrie Miday posted it on Twitter. It's getting an incredible response from people um, and kind of leads into what you guys were talking about earlier is that how there is a counter reaction building and it's, it's growing by leaps and bounds really, I mean.
1: And the teamwork. I was saying yeah. the other day that, you know, if you think back pre-COVID, the the journalists and reporters and radio shows and everyone trying to expose things sh- things and share information. It it felt there were there were some little clicks, little networks and whatnot, but I felt like there was competition in there and it, it just wasn't like really, really solid and united. And ever since COVID hit, everyone's just like full on board everyone's working together everyone's sharing each other's work trying to get as many tools and resources out there as possible so that's that's really cool
0: yeah i think that there were a lot of people on the sidelines pre-covid um who maybe were kind of voyeuristic like watching and paying attention but not, not really participating and uh, now there's there's a lot more participants in everything, not just politics, but in every aspect of um, public life, and that's so important because really our voices not only are they suppressed, but I really think that there was just like a lack of people's voices on our side to counter, um, you know, the one-sided. You know, uh, narrative that's always being spread and uh now we we definitely i think have more participation in that in yeah, every everyone. way
1: absolutely and speaker how are you doing over there buddy
3: i'm okay i'm not too well at the moment so i am like a passive listener like all of you guys today i'm listening to these three wonderful people talk <laughs> <laughs> right. but um yeah but you're, here, but you're here, I'm here yeah yeah I, I still have to show up. i've got my poncho on and i'm very comfy so i am here <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, there's like a warm um, blanket and an embrace coming towards you right now sir yeah <laughs> oh, i
3: appreciate it thanks mate <laughs> but um I, I, apart from that um i'm i'm doing okay the country's not doing great uh, as we've seen and continuous and continue to see um, I am trying to separate myself from it as much as possible at the moment uh, just to build up my own individual strength mentally, physically, and I think that's you know why I'm kind of not well at the moment. my body's gone through changes, I'm I'm eating better, I'm working out. But there's, there's always that downturn that happens. And I think I'm kind of there at the moment. But I I do think that's a real important factor that all of us should focus on going forward is individual strength is is really going to help us get through this. Yes. Because society is a shithole. This country is a shithole where I am anyway. And the world might be like that, but it doesn't mean you have to be like that. And the only way to change it is to build up that inner strength and to build that individual strength. So then when you get to other people that have also done the work on themselves as well, uh, you can band into a very powerful group. That can make a difference. Well
1: said, bud. Well
3: yeah,
0: said. That, that's a good point. And, and part of this whole bigger picture we're trying to paint of the equal and opposite reaction. I think that, um, I never really did more reflection on myself and uh, a more um, intentional building of my own personal strength than through this whole process that we've been through for the past year and a half. Right. And I think a lot of people could say the same thing. I mean, I, I maybe not everybody, but I think that that it has definitely been a time of reflection and definitely a, a time of um, building up that inner strength.
1: Absolutely, and um, prioritization.
3: Well, well, it was a it. As soon as that election happened, I I, I think a lot of us felt completely demoralized in in every way, shape or form. I know I did. Um, There was things that I was doing during that time when I was like, well, you know, for a few years there, we kind of thought we were going the other way in a real positive direction and things were happening. And then all of a sudden things just started one by one layering on top and you know if there is any benefit to take out of that which through bad situations you you have to try to find the good and you have to try to find why these are happening and how they can push you uh to be a better person and you know maybe we weren't doing enough or i wasn't doing enough you know and those things teach us like i I remember that election day i i went straight to the cemetery to see my grandfather because whenever something like hard goes on in my life, I find myself going there and just talking to him and like just trying to work this shit out. And I just sit there for like an hour or two hours and I talk to him. And um, I I came out of that and I was like, okay, it's um it's go time again. There there was something I was doing before. Maybe I was lacking somewhere. Now it's time to build it up. And I've kind of really seen the gains from that since that time and. I do feel like me personally, and I know Edge's as well. Um, we're, we're we're really definitely on a good path, to building ourselves up and making ourselves stronger. And That's it needs awesome. to be focused. It right. needs to be a focus for everyone.
1: Absolutely. There's <clears throat> so there's been a lot of people doing protests. I know you have some great clips you pulled Edge on uh, on people fighting back and a lot of people against. Joe Biden.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at
2: all That's- those woke people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, and I was going to add to that, you know, where we're building up our own individual strength and determination, but really what you're seeing here and and worldwide, I mean, we're seeing mass noncompliance worldwide, and yeah. um, it, it really is a testament to how it's not it's not only about building up that individual strength and determination, but it's really about uniting and organizing too, isn't it?
1: Absolutely.
0: And, and the more we're seeing the oppression, the more we're actually seeing the rising up of people and so it is really an equal and opposite reaction and here we see the people (laughs) seeing joe biden um yeah i love the soul
2: dissenters i know the 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 one guy walking through there with his finger
1: up that was pretty funny
0: yeah (laughs) but this i think this was in uh in brooklyn uh just on the brooklyn bridge just a few days ago and it's really kind of relevant, the timing and everything, because um, you know, we've actually had some wins um, in the judicial system as well um, out of New York, um, a vac- the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers using religious exemptions. Um, They're uh, not allowed to put, p- impose these mandates um, because this federal judge put a temporary block on a vaccine mandates that do not allow religious exemptions. So that is a win, albeit, you know, it's, it's not completely all encompassing, but we just have to take the wins right. and keep pushing. Uh, Because because these these wins build up and add
1: up. Because these people just keep making up the shit as they go along. Oh, we're just going to decide to remove religious exemptions. You know, I mean, they're they're being completely lawless at this point. So it's critical that we continue to take stuff to the courts because there are still some good judges out there.
0: Right. Right. And uh, definitely some crooked ones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> a, a lot of crooked ones
0: we just got to keep throwing as many as we can up there just completely right. saturate it just inundate mm-hmm. it inundate it with lawsuits and yeah. uh and then we're gonna have some wins that way just keep just bombard them and that's I think how we're gonna win um it, it's, it's it's never. You know, just one individual, it's really the mass noncompliance that right. is going to help us get there. Um, but, you know, another example um, is of how, you know, when whenever you see tyranny um, rising up, you also see this equal and opposite reaction of people just breaking free. Yep, and uh, this is in Sydney, Speaker. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, so I'm this dying.
0: this COVID Karen is like over the microphone telling everybody about the mask mandate and how they're going to be fined. And as you can see, and oh, and also the social distancing. And, you know, yes, yeah, <laughs> some people put the, the masks on, but the vast majority of the people here on the picture are, are just complete... completely
1: disregarding her. Yep. yep.
2: Yep. And for good reason, because UV light kills almost all viruses on contact within less than a minute.
1: Right right and i mean they're outside grand there's a lot of people but
2: look at those super spreaders it's
1: just right (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome to see though yeah Yeah. she
2: needs to do a mic drop right there But
1: the
0: the more they want want us to behave like automatons and just take orders without asking questions, the more people are just going to rise up and get back to the basics of what makes us human, namely free will. And, um, you know, I, I don't have to have the audio on for you guys
1: to know what like, I'm talking like about. John,
0: here,
1: <laughs> here, John and I ran to the grocery store yesterday and this, so in my wonderful blue state, I, you know, I've been telling everyone that we're in a pretty bad one where they're constantly mandating masks and putting restrictions on and I don't wear one anywhere I go. And so it it eased up over the last several months, but then they started, you know, saying you have to have them on again. And so now you've got, it went from about um, everyone wearing one, except for me, everywhere I went down to they finally like loosened that up, you know, right after they said, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. So then we had about probably 30% of the people stopped wearing them, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they're back to what did we see? There were maybe three people aside from us that didn't have them on. Everyone else did. And And John was approached.
2: (laughs) Oh, I asked for uh, where the fingerling potatoes were. And I. I'm not discriminating against somebody. I don't know if it was a man or a woman that told me this, but it was a young, young person. And she said, oh, they're right over there. And by the way, and by the way, you need to have a mask on even if you're vaccinated. I said, oh, really? Okay. And I just moved away and so <laughs> We just kept
1: shopping. And, and, mean... then,
2: and then we went around to the wine tasting center and there's a whole table yeah. of people with their masks off, breathing on each other. <laughs> Breathing on the person serving the wine and the tasting, I'm just like, I'd like to point this lady or whoever they identify as <laughs> over to this section. I go, please enforce it. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I'd like to see that. It's, right. insane. it's insane.
1: The, the
0: arbitrary rules. Rules <laughs> but, for the and not for me.
2: That's really what it, and you know what? I And I'm not, again, she's a human, he, she is a human being like all of us, but I was sitting here going, I was just like, you taking pleasure in telling me this. Uh-huh. You took more pleasure in telling me that than you were-
1: About where the potatoes where were. Where the <laughs>
2: potatoes were. That's, <laughs> these are the kind of people that are really complying yeah. and obeying. and You know, it's it's empowered narcissism. Yes. You guys talked about this before. Oh, but, um, But, you know, I, I do want to say one thing about uh speaker. This, um, <clears throat> the inner work, right? I mean, I kind of could talk about shadow work. and A lot of terms have thrown out there. But it, it really kind of goes back to what you and I talked about a long time ago last year when we posted that article, What Are You? What Are You Really? Oh, yeah. And the truth of the matter is, is that in the world, not just gone insane, but the world as it was, which made all of this possible, is the fact that we don't really know who we are and what we are. Mm-hmm. We are a soul. We come from a creator of heaven and earth regardless of what your religious and spiritual beliefs are, this rise in spirituality is happening, quote, on both sides. And when I say both sides, the light and the dark. And the separation of that for which people will seek answers outside of themselves rather than within is the real issue that's going on here. Mm -hmm. So I commend you, Speaker. I know it's extremely difficult sometimes because... The world, doesn't, the world on the outside makes less and less sense to us. And the only place we have sometimes is to go within because every illusion falls apart. And that's where people start to lose their crap and do irrational things, as we've seen over the last year and a half.
3: Mm-hmm. So, well yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and we've we well said. I know you have clips too, Edge, on all the revivals and whatnot going on across the country too.
0: Yeah, this has been going on since the lockdowns last year, started over in California. Um, This one in particular is through Let Us Worship. They've been all over the country. They were just in Washington, D.C. over September 11th and 12th, Um, but they really have been across the nation, and you're just really seeing massive revival. I think that this is a, a complete equal and opposite reaction to the rise of evil that we're seeing, the spiritual warfare that we're seeing, and the complete just breakdown that people are experiencing because they've they've realized, I cannot put my faith in, in the government i cannot put my faith in these institutions that all my life i was able to put my faith in and now they're getting back to the basics of what to truly put their faith in and um, so whatever that may be but you know this this right here is just an example of how um there really has been a spiritual revival in this country and around the world, um, because of um, the rise that we're seeing of the evil.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, um, you know, speaking of which, um, I'm just going to throw this in there, um, just as a kind of another example of that. You know, when you push things so far to the left, like, for example, what we saw with um, the University of Pittsburgh not too long ago and Planned Parenthood and all of the just ugh, monstrous research that they were doing with aborted babies, um, you're seeing that equal and opposite reaction with things like the Texas heartbeat bill. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow, did well, that,
1: that drive a lot of fury out there, huh? <laughs> that got a little crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah um, it, it still is pretty crazy about, um, you know, there, this is a still a major battle and it's not over. But I've never seen a push so hard um, by pro-life uh, people um, to really, really uh, make this stick and uh, even talks about you know overturning Roe v. Wade, whether or not that will happen remains to be seen. I mean, it has to go to the Supreme Court um, and will be addressed at the Supreme Court supposedly, possibly and within the next couple of months with a case coming up. So, um, but it, it, I've never seen a push this strong. And I really You're do not. think it is a reaction to how strongly they have pushed on the other side. And uh, just kind of this this awakening of people, it goes back to the spirituality of things. You know, I mean, when you have the satanic temple <laughs>
3: right. Saying, right. saying they're, you know, against Deming this heartbeat heartbeat act.
0: act. Yes, yes. This... And it literally, they're saying that it, it violates their satanic abortion ritual sacrament, uh, their religion. Wow. Wow. I mean, no, it's right. just really eye-opening. It's really eye-opening and people start realizing this is definitely... A spiritual
1: war that we're in i'm sure john wants to speak about this well (laughs) the only
2: thing is like i had a personal experience with a girl that i knew who was a bernie sanders supporter in 2016 and i was friends with her on i mean not because she was not because she was a socialist communist um but when she announced that she had partnered with the satanic temple on her latest album I, I saw a glimpse into her mind because I knew her personally. And it's it's all of the language of the left and the Marxists that are being folded into this cult. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones, quote, I'm, I'm I'm not kidding you. I know this is being, you know, how this is being presented. And it's, I mean, it is Satanic. But what it is, is that she has no other options left to go to in her mind. They are standing up for women's rights to her
1: right that's
2: where the lure is it's just false deception of of the messaging which is like no we're for women's right these are the arguments she made wow four short years going from love and compassion and care and all that because that's what the 2016 version of sanders was it really was it was an anti-establishment movement Mm -hmm. however misinformed it didn't matter She's now come four years later in the face of Trump. They've used Trump to move all these people in this direction. And I did, it just broke my heart because she was a sweetheart. Yeah, She was a sweet person
1: Yeah, who
2: now has, has done a full album, now gotten a Grammy. Wow. And now is completely championing women's rights with the Satanic Temple.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. It really does show you that um, there's in the in these times there really is so many people were kind of in the middle ground on the fence you could say or just really you know didn't claim to be one way or the other but there really is a line being drawn and to to a point where you can't sit on the sidelines or you know be on the fence anymore
1: can you hmm in in, uh, in I, many I, in, in, go ahead speaker
3: no, I, like, I, I think that's debatable uh, to a degree, as in I'm I'm friends with a lot of people with a lot of different beliefs, especially through my gaming community and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there's some people that uh, I don't think have taken a side, but they're just dormant in the middle. They don't want to get involved in anything. They just want to be left alone and live their life. Yes. I,
1: I think that's the better argument, is not about to drawing a line or necessarily taking a side um i think it's more about people standing up for themselves their families their community and actually taking action we can't have people being dormant right now i mean it's one thing to take time for yourself we all need that because this stuff's overwhelming um but and, and taking time for yourself and working on yourself is part of taking action you know but I, I just, I'm kind of with you on that speaker. I think, um, I mean, I know people, I'm friends with people of all walks of life who have different opinions on things. And fortunately, we've maintained our strong relationships, you know?
3: Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm I'm friends with this um, this girl at the moment and, and we talk quite a bit. But um, when I bring up like any of these things to her, it's not that she doesn't understand what's going on. Uh, it's that she just she tries to tune it out. Right. Uh, she, she, you know, she doesn't want to get into the depth of it. Either it's going to make her sad or depressed. Or she, she knows what's going on in the world. It's not like she's, you know, <laughs> stupid. Uh, but she's just choosing to do her own thing at the moment. She doesn't want to get involved. And look, I, I can understand that too. Like yeah. I, I, can, I can understand that. I, you know, I can't fault people for not uh, wanting to get in the middle of this war, even though it is important to a degree. I mean, there's people like us doing it, but I can't I can't fault people for just wanting to live their life or just trying to better their own situation in a way and not have this negativity come in. So, I, like, I get both sides, man. Like, I can't
0: right, right. I think that we're reaching a kind of a critical mass, though, and this is why I brought it up, It is. Is that there? I I would say most people were like your friend speaker. Um, Most people weren't doing what we were doing two, three years ago. Uh, More and more people are. Um, But I think that when it affects your life personally, like it starts affecting your job or you're under a lockdown just perpetually. or your kid's school, when it actually starts to affect you personally, that is when you're motivated to get involved. And it's to a point now where it's pretty much affecting everyone on a very personal level. And so that's more of why I was thinking that people, now that it's affecting them personally, they kind of have to make a choice. Like, what do I actually believe? What do I, you know, how am I going to react to that? Am I going to get involved?
3: Yeah, uh, that, good point. yeah, it's a great way to put it. Like, so I've I've got another mate, uh, best best friend of mine, and I think he's he said it perfectly. He he talks to me about all this stuff. He knows what I do, um, and he just said to me, he goes, "Dude, honestly, I don't um, have the time to like dive into what you dive into. I've got a family, and i need to, you know fend yep. for them, and I, I need to do all these things." But he goes, "You you you know me." And as soon as this shit comes to my doorstep, you know oh, I'll be the first one. As soon as it starts affecting my kids, and starts affecting me, and you know it's it's just right on my doorstep, you, you know I'll be the first one to throw down on it. So wow. I guess you're you, you're very you're very correct in what you're saying there, Edge. Like when right. it when, when it affects someone personally.
1: Yes. Right. And like you said, we're starting to see that more and more.
2: Yeah, there's something that I've seen recently on. Uh, twitter and granted this is my own little silo that i'm in i don't i don't try to stay on twitter much these days because it's just a vile it's what i call is a daily gripe,
3: a daily yeah, it's, gripe. Just, it's a cesspool Oh, <laughs> <it's> a cesspool. <laughs> it's just
2: like everybody's opinion is as important as the next person and nobody else can be completely right anyway um but what, what is happening is the, the the testimonies of people who are not quote the influencers um, these are regular people whose voices are starting to rise, and they're talking firsthand accounts about, you know, my brother-in-law got the booster and he died within three days. Um, other people that are talking about how sick um, their their family members are getting who had the vaccination. I mean, these are not these are not people that are uh, commanding large audiences and yet their voices are being elevated. And so um, I'm looking at the comments underneath those, mm-hmm. and it is quite different away from the establishment blue check mark media people. This is more of sort of like an undercurrent that's beginning to rise. And I'm seeing thousands of people liking, retweeting, sending their prayers to them. There are some assholes out there that are condemning them, but they're few and far in between. Um, because when it's, when it's at your doorstep, it's kind of like what you were talking about, when it's come to your doorstep, then you're going to have to deal with it. And I think that everything that you guys have done, you know, it's not all for nothing. It's actually been, you've been the lone voices in the wilderness at the beginning, but now it's starting to reach, it's starting to meet all of those things that you talked about. Mm -hmm. And it's the other thing too, the spiritual level of this, it's real, it's one thing to be spiritual when everything, you know, love and light and, you know, all of this is part of the divine plan. All these people have to die. It's like, no, but when it comes to your doorstep and it's with your family, mm-hmm. that's when people are having the breakdown. And yet, because of you and all the solutions that you guys have been offering over the last year, year and a half, you're going to meet that moment. It's really starting to build to a crescendo where your article is now at, what, 35,000? Just just, in just sending hours. it out in 24 yeah. hours. You don't know if that'll reach 100,000, 200,000 people, but it doesn't matter. It's adding to the collective over and over and over again, and it's reinforcing the truth that's being told. Whether people understand it overall, like what you were talking about, is that you know they don't want to deal. They don't know what you know, but they know that there's ass fuckery afoot, mm-hmm. and so what they wanted, they, then they want. Okay, what's the solution? You've told me all the bad news. What can I do? Right. That's really, and it's local to their life. Like it is my friends. You're like af- for them here in America. They're like after Trump didn't get in. They're like I'm done with this. I'm done. I've got yeah. I've got my own life now. I've got my kids. I've got my. We know that there's bullshit going on. I don't need to hear the the day to day of all the bad shit that's going on. But what I what I need to do is I need to focus on my children and my life and what I can affect in my circle. Everybody else go and do what you do. It's almost like a. It's almost like what they did was we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, They took all these private choices and decisions Mm -hmm. and they brought them out into the open, made everybody debate them when health was a private issue to begin with from the beginning. And now everybody's going back into, leave me alone. It's my (laughs) private decision. F the fuck (laughs)
1: off. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right, right. But I will say this. I think that, um, and you're right, there's probably millions and millions of people who are like that. But I don't know that that's, a, a winning strategy. I feel like when we all go it alone, they can pick us off one by one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're right.
0: much stronger if we are united in mass noncompliance, whether that's at your job and you know, filing a class action lawsuit or however that looks to you and your personal situation. But mm-hmm. this 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 going it alone seems like it would be less successful than uniting with groups of people.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 100%. That actually we wanted to get into the next thing about the hospitals and the
1: Yeah, but you had before we get into the hospitals, you had one more slide up there that was pretty important there because they stopped the passports from going through.
0: Oh, Boris. At least
1: at least for now. You yeah. know, this, this has been like a tug of war. This whole this whole thing is a tug of war. It's, you know, it's like um, both sides fighting to the bitter end and Mm -hmm. clash
0: (laughs) of the Titans, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there's been a lot of pressure and that's a good thing. So I guess the pressure that we're putting on elected leaders can have some effects because we're seeing Boris Johnson back off of the whole covid vaccine passport um basically because he's been under pressure so that to me is a good sign and it seems to me like we need to keep up that pressure
1: we do because i can tell you that probably in a few weeks from now we're going to hear the reversal of this because this is what they do these people play constant mind games um we were we were also talking about this they're the they're the instigators of the back and forth you know they'll tell you like Fauci, will tell you a mask doesn't work. Oh no, it does work. Oh, don't wear your mask. Oh, wear your mask. Bill Gates will come on and say, we really need to open the schools. And then I'll say, no, we can't open the schools. They're intentionally setting this constant back and forth, messing with people's minds. So when they're saying something you like, you're like, look, even he said it. And now you're giving them that authority. And then they take that away and they say, oh, that, you, that asshole, now he's saying this. And so it's this constant mind game. So, you know, they're not going to give up on these passports. They need the whole digital identity. They need to move into the biometrics, the blockchain, all that good stuff. But this is, this is a win for now and they need to keep the pressure on. And I do think if, if on a global scale, if we can continue on this momentum and, and increase it tenfold, uh, we're going to give them a run for their money.
0: Exactly, exactly. And the more they try to suppress, let me just throw this in there real quick before you guys get into your um, hospital discussion. But the more they try to suppress the truth, the more it spreads like wildfire. And I just have to throw this in in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, when you have someone with 157 million followers and you're getting a message out there where it's not you know one way or the other it's simply asking questions um and telling people to make a decision and not be bullied into it Um, Mm -hmm. that's sound advice if you ask me but the reaction is more telling than anything
1: yeah so tell people what's on the screen for those who are not watching and only listening
0: (laughs) oh the Nicki Minaj drama of um it started out on Twitter of her responding to a friend and just telling her friend a personal scenario of it was just like a a cousin's friend and an adverse reaction that this friend had had and um how she was giving advice to someone saying you know pray on it and do your research. And don't let anybody bully you. And uh, mainstream media has attacked her, big tech, uh, all of the trolls on, on Twitter and everywhere else has attacked her. But I would say the net result has been a gain for Minaj and for truth, really. Um, regardless of what Minaj said, it simply is just promoting people speaking up, not backing down, and uh, doing the own Let speaker
1: chime in. He's dying here.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading some of these news reports with Nicki Minaj. Uh, some of the guys say so this is The Guardian, no reports of testis, testicular swelling Trinidad, <laughs> Nicki Minaj claims dismissed. I'm just oh, reading God. all this shit. UK government wraps Nicki Minaj over vaccine claims. Um, uh, well, didn't you have like a dispute with incredible. Joy Reid too?
0: Yes. Yeah. Joy uh, Reid went public and actually just elevated Nicki Minaj's yeah. tweet you know they, they everything that they've done in this scenario has backfired on them you know of course all of the experts and talking heads have come out and uh, mm-hmm. put their two cents in but the truth is is that none of them have the pull with these particular this particular um population that you know is into you know pop culture and follows Nicki minaj then then she does so right. um you know it, it's really it's a no-win situation for them trying to uh to debunk her right, white house, right.
3: Um, the white house has offered her a phone call to answer her questions
1: <laughs> stop
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> wow yeah, yeah well so. that should be it. let's hope be... she records it and it actually happens exactly. and see, uh, like, she asks
3: some interesting questions see, like I'm, I'm i'm not a fan of her in any way no. I think what Sorry her I mean. and right. <laughs> people like people like Cardi B and stuff has done especially to children at uh, mm-hmm. the sexualization of their music I do not like it I think no. they're horrible human beings but I also think uh, they're played as puppets too you know they're used as well uh it, it, it's like Disney stars it's like Britney Spears you know they're, they're all used right to, to a sense uh, but it's just funny when you see one of them break character
2: right you know
3: like they're not in the loop <laughs> you know they're, they're not in the higher echelon of what's going on they're just you know used to sway the public or corrupt the public or whatever way and it it is just funny when one of them breaks character for whatever reason and <laughs> the shit storm that follows right
1: mm-hmm. right yeah. all right well <clears throat> all right so john tell us what's going on with um the hospital situation and then I wanted to chime in.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I have a couple of friends that are not in the the mainstream radar that are nurses, doctors in the hospitals. And Corey and I were discussing this earlier. Basically, they're running the playbook that they did last year. But here's here's the new information. Um, About 40 to 50% on the whole, um, doctors and nurses have resigned Not getting the vaccine as mandated. Uh, Some of them are allowing the religious exemptions to go through. That's kind of the, you know, rumor mill uh, at the top. But they're, they're basically putting out, the CEOs of these major hospitals are putting out that the unvaccinated are the ones who are coming in, which everybody knows is false. Um, there is no code for COVID nineteen that they're documenting. What they're doing is, uh, according to Carrie Maday, now this is little anecdotal evidence, but she says they're using artificial intelligence to um, code them, and then the protocols are going with that to basically make sure that they're going to be as sick and as deadly as possible in terms of the the treatment, treatment treatments. Yeah. Um, but here's here's the other side of it. Um, They're watching all the cases come in. These are people who look at all the files and can look at, you know, 14, 15 of them a day. And they can see, based on their previous experience, what was really happening. The doctors and the nurses are not allowed to talk to one another and discuss cases at all. They are still socially distancing them at lunch.
1: And I can vouch for that because I have friends who work in hospitals, too. And ever since this started last year, they're like, they get yelled at if they're they're not allowed to talk with other nurses or other doctors about patients, if they're not their patients, like everything's very hush hush. And it was kind of creeping them out. They're like, what the hell's going Mm -hmm. on?
2: So, so now what you have is a situation where you've had 40 to 50% of the staff resign. So that is consolidating. And this is in New York and this is in New York and Indiana as well. And they're moving patients from other hospitals that are quote understaffed over to the ones that are more staffed, they're stopping elective surgeries yet again. Mm -hmm. So all of those people have been put on hold for these new unvaccinated COVID patients. Mm And what's happening now is they are starting to shut down divisions within hospitals that are understaffed, which is creating the bed shortages. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's, it's a self-fulfilling... It's a repeat of last it's year. It's a repeat yeah. of last year with 40 to 50% less staff.
1: Right. Yeah. Which, so it's a constant cutting of the staff. Right. Mm-hmm. And
2: now you have, though, this is the other side. You have vaccinated nurses and doctors who are quitting because the stress... Mm -hmm. of this overburdening Mm -hmm. and this piling on of all this crap. And and having to
1: handle positions that they weren't trained to handle. They were doing that last year too.
2: Yeah. And they're not giving them choices on (laughs) you. Well, they're basically right now they're saying, well, if you, you know, you might be working at home, but we need you in this unit now. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, that's how they're getting rid of your position. Yeah. So they're eliminating people's positions and there, and two friends of mine told me that certain nurses and doctors are being offered up to $10,000 a month really? to stay. So wow. they are trying to bribe everybody every which way and push the rest of the lower level people mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. so that we can have the perfect storm yet again for the flu season.
1: Right. Uh-huh. Right. And, uh-huh. and they'll keep diminishing in that. And what I've been saying for a long time now is that, Just looking at the patterns of all of this for the last year and a half, um, I believe what they're doing is they're intentionally trying to crush the hospitals. I think Mm -hmm. that they're going to consolidate and they want the hospitals near the smart cities because who's going to move into a town that doesn't have a hospital or a post office and you have to go two hours away if there's an emergency? And so it's a great way to corral people. And just, you know, that was my thinking last year. And looking at what's transpired and talking with people across the country who work in hospitals and everything, it's the same pattern everywhere. So that's my theory. I really think that um, this is this is intentionally being done. You know, they're they've they're building up big time on the telemedicine, which that actually is working to our advantage right now for those, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but In the meantime, I think what we're going to start seeing over the next year is we're going to start seeing some closures and some consolidation, and that's going to create a corralling effect.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. But there may be an opportunity here, as you briefly mentioned, Corey, and we've spoken about it, is that we have a massive need for medical care workers that do not want mandates and will not impose mandates. Yeah. And so those 40 to 40 to 50%, wow. Wow, if they could unite I mean, think about all of the telemedicine, all of the new practices, all of the, you know, owning your own practice or joining together uh, to form practices um, that you could offer to people who will not get the jab. And and you could have, you know, all of your employees not
1: have mandates either. So win-win. Right. And there's a massive, massive demand for this. I can tell you because I personally was seeking out, um, you know, medication and whatnot for my mom. And I cannot tell you which is how I found some of the resources we put into our our page there. And, And I did end up getting through to a couple different places. But in several cases, I kept getting my appointment canceled because they were just overwhelmed. And so there's a massive demand. So for any, you know, nurses, doctors, people in the healthcare industry out there that are frantic about losing their positions, I highly suggest contacting those resources we have on there and, and adding yourself in to do telemedicine and you could help tons of people with um, treatment for this and I'm sure, you know, other services that you can provide through telemedicine. But I also think like on the article I did last week about five different business models for financial security and thriving communities, that it's really important that some of them come together and actually establish small little brick and mortars, like maybe not a giant hospital. I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough. I wish some people would chime in, in the comments, you know, if you know about how the medical boards handle things and inspections and laws and regulations around that. But what about when some of these smaller scale hospitals do go under, like, could they take over that? You know, you get all these physicians together. Could they potentially, if they have investors help out with taking over that facility that's already in place and creating their own hospital or, you know, or the smaller brick and mortars, even, um, even supplements, a lot of different supplements are on back order. So they're, you know, holistic practitioners, nutritionists, like everyone can come together, but there's, I think we're going to, we're seeing this huge shift. And this is one area that on one hand can work to our advantage, uh, from a telemedicine standpoint. But on the other hand, I think, you know, it, it, I don't know if, if they do start shutting down hospitals and consolidate them, i mean who's going to want to live two hours i wouldn't have a problem living two hours away from a hospital that wouldn't scare me but i think any of your elderly people certainly would you know
0: right right so all good points i mean i we we have a lot still left to do with building up this this network of an alternative society outside of their plan Uh, so but there is some opportunity here especially in medicine and i hope that really time is of the essence i hope people really start to get together and and brainstorm about these ideas
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right anything else yeah, guys
1: nice. no I just,
2: i'm 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 sedated today
3: yeah. <laughs> Corey gave me a tranquilizer before we're oh,
1: funny. It's it's called a, it's called a glass of wine.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go sedate myself now. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I look forward to the day we all get together and have a glass of wine or not, because you know some
2: people drink, some people don't.
3: Me too. I'd love to. I'll go yeah, awesome. Scotch though. I'll go Scotch though. I don't do wine.
2: Yeah, there no, you I'm go, not. brother. I love it. Honestly Scotch.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us today with our special guest, John, guest John Paul Rice, Corey's Di- Corey from Corey's Digs, the speaker, myself, The Sharp Edge. And we'll see you back next time right here on Dig it. Be sure to share this podcast. We are on BitChute, Foxhole, Gab TV, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Pilled, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig it. Thank you.